0: eerie elementary sam battles the machine oh this one looks spooky chapter one strange new substitute where's mrs grinker sam grave asked it was monday morning and he was walking to his third grade classroom with his best friends antonio and lucy are you serious sam antonio asked. how could you forget i've been looking forward to this looking forward to what sam asked we have a substitute teacher all week, Lucy exclaimed. Yes. Mrs. Grinker is on vacation, remember? Sam had completely forgotten. As he took his seat, he he felt the extreme happiness that everyone come <gasps> that only comes with a substitute teacher. Everyone knows a week with a substitute teacher is the best week. I bet I won't have any week. I bet we won't have like any classwork, Antonio said. Sam smiled. A week without schoolwork must be relaxing. Sam and his friends were in serious need of of a relaxing week. Mr. N'Kobe, the man who took care of the school, had chosen Sam to be the school's hall monitor. He had told Sam the truth about Erie Elementary. It was alive. It was a living, breathing thing, a monster, and it was a secret that Mr. N'Kobe had only shared with Sam, Antonio, and Lucy. Nothing about school had been relaxing ever since Nico- Mr. Nicoby had told them the truth. What do you think our sub will be like, said Sam. Lucy pointed, looks like we're about to find out. The school principal, Mr. Winnick, appeared in the doorway. Principal, Principal Winnick was tall and sturdy. He wore thick black glasses. Class, the principal said, as you know, you have a substitute teacher this week. Please treat him with the same respect you would. You would miss Grinker. When mister Winkiff left Winnick left, the substitute teacher rushed into the classroom. The substitute teacher moved in a short, quick in short, quick spurts. He was tall, but he was so bone thin that he almost seemed to see through. Sam thought what the You know who I know, it kind of actually looks like him. Sam thought that the man looked familiar, but wasn't sure why. The substitute teacher hurried to to the white board, nearly tripping over a chair. Someone giggled. Then he began writing his name on the board. Lucy nudged Sam. What is he wearing? He's dressed like my great-grandpa. Antonio said, chuckling quietly. But an instant later, Lucy and Antonio stopped laughing. The teacher had finished writing his name and faced the classroom. Sam read the name on the board. It sent a cold chill down his spine. His hands began to tremble and he felt lightheaded. He was terrified. The new substitute's name was teacher. What do you think his name was? Um well, I forgot his name. Mr. Eerie. Oh, stop it. Yep. I don't think it's I don't think it's Orson. I think it's probably one of their you know, families. Chapter 2. Another Eerie? Sam's heart was beating like a drum. He read the name on the board over and over. Each time, he hoped that it would be different, but no, the substitute teacher's name was Mr. Erie. Only this guy, could this guy be related to Orson Erie, Sam wondered. Orson Erie was the architect who designed Erie Elementary almost 100 years ago. He was so, he was a mad scientist. Orson Erie found a way to live forever. He became the school Erie Elementary was Orson Eerie. Sam and his friends had battled Erie Elementary many times. A few weeks earlier, they made a bone-chilling discovery. Orson Eerie was trying to come back to life as a real flesh-and-blood person. Sam's mind was racing. Could get? Could this guy be Orson Eerie? Did he really come back to life? Sam turned to Antonio and Lucy. He saw fear splashed across their faces. Clap! Mr. Eerie clapped. The entire class sat up at attention. "Class," the substitute said, "please open your science books to chapter 8, Basic Tools and Building." "Ah, oh, can't we just watch a movie today?" one student asked. "Or have a si- silent drawing time?" another student asked. "Open your books," Mr. Erie repeated. Sam glanced at his friends as he opened his textbook. They needed to talk. They needed to talk, but they couldn't. Sam tried to pay attention, but the name kept running through his head. Mr. Eerie, Mr. Eerie, Mr. Eerie. Ring! Finally, the lunch bell rang. Mr. Eerie was the first to leave. He scooped up his bag and nearly rushed out of the classroom. He nearly knocked over two chairs and one student. That's really all three... That. It's really good that all three of us have hall monitor duty now, Sam said, as he followed Antonio and Lucy into the hall, so we can talk about the weirdness before we're at lunch with everyone else. The three friends whispered as they walked into the hall. The new substitute looks so much like Orson Erie, Sam said. As soon as I saw him, I got the creeps. Let's not freak out yet, Lucy replied. He's probably just a relative of Orson's, just like his great-great-nephew or something. You're right, agreed Sam. You're right, Sam agreed. Antonio threw up his hands. Were you guys born yesterday, he exclaimed. Our substitute teacher is a zombie. Orson Eerie came back to life as a zombie. Lucy and Sam stopped in their tracks. Could Antonio be right, Sam wondered. Chapter 3, Bizarre Behavior Zombie Orson Eerie, really, Lucy asked. Don't be ridiculous, Antonio. Zombies aren't real. I didn't think a monstrous living schools were real either, Antonio shot back. But they are. Sam shook his head. Lucy's right. Our new substitute teacher might be weird, but he's not a zombie. Just then, Sam spotted Mr. Eerie far down the hall. Mr. Eerie glanced around like he was making sure that no one was watching. Sam yanked Lucy and Antonio behind the water fountain. "What What are you guys doing? Lucy exclaimed. Look, Sam said. Mr. Eerie's up to something sneaky. But when they turned to look, Mr. Eerie was gone. Something was wrong. Sam felt it. He had a twisted and tangled feeling in his gut. As hall monitor, Sam could sense things that other students couldn't. He could feel when something was wrong. And right now, Sam had that feeling. Ring. It was a final lunch bell. Students hurried towards the classroom. Sam leapt up and run down the hall. Where are you going? Lucy called out. Just cover for me at lunch, Sam shouted. Antonio called after Sam, but Sam just kept running. Sam followed Mr. Erie all the way to the empty hall and far end of the school. Sam watched the teacher as he seemed to be carefully examining the school. He leaned close to the lockers. His mouth moved like he was whispering. What's he doing? Sam wondered. Suddenly, at the end of the hall, creak, the music room door slowly swung open. Who opened that door? It's lunchtime, Sam thought. The music room should be empty. Mr. Eerie stepped through the doorway, and the door slammed shut behind him. The twisted, entangled feeling in Sam's stomach grew. Something awful was about to happen. Sam raced towards the room. Chapter 4, Music Room Mystery Sam slid to a stop at the music room door. He peered through the window. Mr. Eerie was standing in the center of the room. He appeared to be speaking but there was no one there. Is he talking to Orson Sam thought? He couldn't hear he couldn't hear through the door. Next, Mr. Eerie's eyes shot down to the floor. Something was happening. The shaggy carpet threads started rising and twisting. Sam gasped. In moments they grew as tall and overgrown grass. They quickly wrapped around both Mr. Eerie's ankles like tentacles. Sam saw panic in Mr. Eerie's face. He was trapped. I have to do something, Sam thought. I don't know how much of Mr. Erie, but I know how powerful Erie Elementary is. Sam threw open the door and burst inside. The teacher whirled around. What are you? He wasn't able to finish his sentence. The carpet's tentacled circled around Mr. Erie's wrist and tugged. Crash! His face fell to the floor. The classroom's grand piano suddenly jerked and jumped. The sudden. Um, Bertrand jumped and suddenly jerked and jumped the black and white keys looked like teeth the piano opened and then snap shot like shut like a monster monstrous musical mouth <laughs> oh no thought sam the carpet tentacles are dragging mr eerie towards that monster he'll be piano chow sam's eyes darted across the room He spotted a recorder in the music teacher's desk and scooped it up. I'm coming, he shouted. Mr. Eerie cried out as the carpet tentacles pulled him towards the piano. Sam raced forward, swinging the the recorder like a sword. Oh, he is ugly. (laughs) With each swing, Sam sliced through more of the strange carpet tentacles. At last, he freed Mr. Eerie. The piano keys banged and clanged and then went silent. Something brushed against Sam's ankle. One carpet thread remained. It slithered like a ferocious snake. It snapped out, but Sam jumped up and squashed it. Gotcha, he said. Finally, the room was still. Mr. Eerie stared, open-mouthed at Sam. Can, could, he's still in shock. Sam realized, are you okay, he asked. Mr. Eerie didn't answer. Who are you really, Sam asked. Why are you here? Mr. Eerie simply scrambled to his feet and raced away. Now Sam knew one thing for certain: Mister Erie was somehow involved with the monstrous school. The school had, the school had revealed his powers to him. That was new. Aside from Mister Nakobi, Lucy, and Antonio himself, no one else knew about scary adventures that reoccurred within the walls of Erie Elementary. Recess was ring. Recess. It was time to tell Antonio and Lucy that something very strange was going on with their substitute teacher. Sam rushed outside to the playground. Chapter 5. A, you've read that part. A stunning discovery. He spotted Lucy and Antonio on the swings. Lucy was looking to at an open book. We've been doing some research, said Lucy, as Sam ran over. Antonio top, tossed an apple to Sam. Thought you might be hungry after missing lunch, he said. Oh, you're on my hair. <laughs> okay, go for it. Sam smiled and he took a chomp. Then he looked down at the book in Lucy's hands. Erie, a town history. He saw the Erie family tree. At the bottom of the photo fo- was the photo of a young boy. His name was Jasper Erie. That's our substitute, Lucy said, poking the page. He looks like a younger he looks younger because this book is so old. Sam studied the pages. Unbelievable. This means our substitute is than Erie's great grandson. Oh, great-great-grandson. Oh, it's yeah. It's worse. That yeah, it just means, like, great-great. That's all. Antonio crossed his arms. I am not buying it. I still think he's a zombie or... I th- I still think he's zombie Orson. He's not a zombie Orson, Lucy said. And why does it seem to you, like... Why do you... What does it seem that you want a zombie Orson? Antonio shrugged. Zombies are cool. Guys, listen, Sam said. I have to tell you what just happened. Antonio... Happened. <laughs> Antonio and Lucy moved closer towards Sam. I followed mister Erie, Jasper to the music room, Sam said. And he got attacked by the school. The school attacked him? Well that means he's not bad, right? asked Lucy. Well he's definitely bad, Antonio replied. His name his last name is Erie. Well Just because he's part of the Ors the the Eerie family doesn't mean he's bad. That's true. I'm not sure if he's good or bad, Sam said, but Orson was battling Jasper like he battles us, trying to take him down. But remember, Orson Eerie's science book, he said that Orson wanted to come back to life for real. Maybe Jasper's helping Orson, but maybe Orson just got mad at him for some reason. The only way to find out, Lucy said, is to learn more about Jasper. Sam narrowed his eyes. He leaned in close. After school, we'll follow Jasper Erie. We'll see where he goes and where he f- and we'll f- find what he's up to. How do they know that he's Jasper? Because they looked at their, they looked at the family tree. <gasps> yeah, they, but doesn't mean he's Jasper. No, well, but there's a picture that looked exactly like him as a kid. I Chap- know what they look Because there's a picture of him. Okay. How do they know, know what the, he looks like as a kid? Chapter 6 The Chase. Sam was relieved when the day was over. Ever since lunch, he had been jumpy, and so had Jasper Erie. The substitute teacher was clearly flustered. He simply told the students to read quietly, but Sam hadn't been able to concentrate. Every time he looked up from his book, Jasper Erie was watching him. Students and teachers headed home, but Sam and Antonio and Lucy headed to the playground. All They all hid behind a jungle gym, watching the exit. They were waiting for Jasper to leave. There he is, whispered Sam. Look, Lucy said, Jasper is carrying one of Orson's creepy old journals. It looks like the one we found in the school basement after the locker swallowed me up. Antonio gulped. That's not a good sign. Jasper unlocked the rusty bicycle from the bike rack. He glanced around like he knew he was being watched. Then he sped away. Come on, Sam said. The friends ran after him. Carefully, carefully, Lucy added, or careful, Lucy added, we can't let him see us. When Jasper stopped at a crosswalk, the friends ducked behind an oak tree. Peeking around, Antonio said, I feel like I'm in a spy movie. Lucy smiled. That's better than most days. Usually it feels like we're in a horror movie. Jasper rode faster. Sam and his friends had to sprint to keep up. Soon, Jasper turned down a shadowy street. The friends heard his bicycle rattle to a halt. Sam's side was hurting as he sped around the corner. He glanced back. Both ways down the sidewalk, but there is no sign of the substitute teacher. He disappeared. Antonio exclaimed, "He must have known we were on to him." Lucy said, kicking the ground. Sam eyed the old tall, tall houses lined up on the crooked street. Then he spotted it. Sam, look! Sam said, pointing to a rusted old iron fence. Jasper's bicycle is at the end. Is at the end of that cracked driveway that led down the run house it led to a run-down house. The win- house's windows were broken, the roof was sunken in, the dead weeds covered the lawn. If Erie Elementary were a house, this is what it would look like, thought Sam. The house was like an old was an old like an old library book, Lucy exclaimed as she pulled Erie she pulled Erie, a town history out of her backpack. Her face lit up as she flipped through the pages. This was Orson's Erie, Orson Erie's house. This is where he lived when he was alive. Sam couldn't believe it. He was staring at some, oh, he was staring at the home of his enemy. Just imagine how how many secrets this house must hold. For a long time, the friends wouldn't say anything. They were too terrified to speak. Lucy shut the book. We need to find out why Jasper is living in this house, Antonio said. Sam stepped towards the iron fence. We need to go inside now. Chapter 7, The House of Orson Erie. I can't believe we're doing this, Antonio whispered. We're going to go in the house of a zombie Orson Erie. Antonio, now we have now we know Jasper is not a zombie, Lucy said. He's just Orson Erie's great-great-grandson. A zombie grandson, Antonio muttered. Oh my God. <laughs> His friends climbed over the fence. Glancing up at the house, Sam saw that the windows were all dark. This way, Sam whispered. The back door of the house was red, but the paint was chipping. Sam gently took a hold of the door handle. He began to turn the knob, but it came off in his hand. It was like the door had just rotted away to nothing. Sam swallowed and pushed the door open. Antonio pinched his nose. This house smells like a damp basement. A damp basement. No, I said, well, gee, Hmm? no, no, but he's in there. Yep. Sam glanced back at his friends. He could tell that they didn't want to go any further. He didn't either. But they had to learn the truth. Slowly, Sam tiptoed inside. His friends followed. Darkness filled the big house. It felt like something terrible might leap out from beside the sh- inside the shadows at any moment. An old radio hissed of soft static. The friends had crept ahead. A large curved staircase led ahead, led upstairs. Lucy opened her mouth to speak, but boom, bam, blam, bam! Something exploded. Antonio. Something just exploded, Antonio said. It came from upstairs, Lucy added. Sam's eyes darted to the the top of the staircase. Come on. Chapter 8, Caught. There was another series of booms. Bright flashing lights came from the second floor. Sam grabbed the railing, trying to calm his nerves. The steps creaked and groaned. His heart pounded as he climbed to the top. Oh, that's funny. His friends peered into the first room on the right. It was pitch black. They couldn't see a thing. But then a bright flash of light lit it up for a moment. Sam choked back a gasp. He saw that there was a large, strange machine in the room. Jasper Erie stood before it. His hair was wild like that of a mad scientist. Antonio ducked back into the hall. ''Okay, I was wrong. Jasper's not a zombie. It's worse,'' said he said to Sam and Lucy. ''He's like Dr. Frankenstein. He's bringing Orson back to life right here, right now.'' ''That sounds nuts,'' Sam said, ''but it could be true.'' Sam took a step back, but, he, but as he did, he bumped into Lucy. ''Oh!'' Lucy exclaimed. Her foot slipped on the top step. Her eyes went wide as she began falling backwards.'' antonio caught her just before she tumbled down the staircase sorry lucy whispered as he turned his back towards the room he almost screamed jasper had heard them his eyes his eyes were locked with sam's run sam shouted the three friends dashed down the hall but as they ran into the other room a shadow flashed ahead of them jasper had somehow made it into the room first there must be shortcuts hidden inside this house, Sam thought. The tall man was now blocking their way. You kids shouldn't be in here, Jasper Erie growled as he stomped towards them. Why is he being mean? I don't know. I don't He's know. Just teacher. Chapter nine: The mysterious machine. What are you guys doing in my house, Jasper Erie demanded. He loomed over Sam, Lucy, and Antonio. The friends were cornered. Sam swallowed and stepped forward we know the truth about the school and the truth about Orson Erie he said and I know I'm what I'm talking about we were both there in the music room Jasper's eyes widened as he looked at Antonio and Lucy all three of you know the school's alive Antonio nodded and we know you're trying to bring Orson back to life but we won't let you said Lucy balling up her fists relief swept across Jasper's face bring Orson back to life, he said. Oh no, it's the opposite. Sam looked at Lucy and Antonio. Their mouths were small, stern lines. I apologize if I scared you, Jasper said, speaking softly, but if you follow me, I can show you the real truth about Orson and your school. Sam and his friends couldn't resist the opportunity to learn more. They followed their substitute teacher. Orson, Erie, and I are related. Orson is my great-great-grandfather. This old house is mine. Rather, I inherited it, Jasper said. After moving in, I discovered the trunk full of Orson's notebooks and designs. He wrote the book about your elementary school, and I found the plans for the strange machine that allowed Orson to become the school. A machine? Lucy asked. Jasper nodded. I didn't think it was real, but I was curious. So when Principal Winnick posted the substitute teacher, I applied for it. It was the only way that I could investigate the school and learn if Orson had been successful. Today, I did something. I thought was crazy. I spoke to the school, but it wasn't crazy. The school heard me. Orson Erie heard me. It attacked me, and that's how I knew it was true. All of it. Jasper led the three friends inside a shadowy room. It just took a moment for Sam's eyes to adjust in the darkness, and then he saw the strange machine. It was the size of a refrigerator. It was built from many different parts, all of which appeared to be very old. Sam saw an ancient stove, "'a boxy TV, vacuum hoses, and other things. "'Orson built this?' Antonio asked. "'Well, sort of,' Jasper said. "'I found it here. It was a wreck. "'I started to rebuild it. "'I believe I can use the machine to do the opposite of what Orson did. "'I believe I can remove Orson from the school. "'So that's... "'So that the two are no longer bound together.' "'Wait,' said Sam. "'You mean this machine could end it all for good?' I hope," said Jasper. With a heavy sigh, he sat down. But "What happened at school today? It terrified me. I hurried home today, planning to destroy the machine." "You can't do that," Lucy exclaimed. "It might be what we need to defeat Erie Elementary once and for all." Sam stepped forward. "Mr. Erie, please. You must be the. You might be the only one that can help us." Jasper looked worn out, but he managed to nod. "Okay," he said. "But the, but the machine is not complete. Is yet complete." It was not yet complete. Sam rolled up his sleeve. Then let's get to work. Chapter 10: Plans come Together. Jasper Erie led Sam, Lucy, and Antonio over to a desk. They were towering stacks over of over faded, crinkly paper, and they contained sketches oh, that's cute sketches and scribbles. These papers hold Orson's plan for the machine, Mr. Erie explained. We need to go through them and reverse the direction. We need to make sure the machine works backwards, and I'll need your help. Sam and Lucy picked up tools. Antonio eyed the desk. I'm, go- I'm good at cursive. So I'll read the plans to you three, Antonio said, grabbing some papers. He sat cross-legged on the floor. With that, they got to work. Switch the vacuum cleaner in reverse mode, Antonio called out. Sam unbolted, removed, and reattached the parts. Lucy slid underneath the huge machine. Screwdriver, she said. Jasper handed it to her. Next, she called out pliers, and he rushed them over to her. When Lucy slid out from beneath the machine, she was covered in grease and soot. It's like putting together a Lego set, Lucy said, smiling. Oh, she, day. She's, uh, it's smart. And we're making progress," said Jasper, turning a knob. Finally, Antonio pointed to a large red lever at the top of the machine. "There's only one last thing to do," he said. "Turn it on." Sam climbed into the machine. He held his breath as he pulled the lever. "'Room!' A high pitch, a high pitch roar filled the room. The machine rumbled and smoked. Sam hung on to it as it shook faster and howled louder. The whole neighborhood would hear that, Mr. Erie exclaimed. Turn it off. Just as Sam yanked the lever to off, he was flung across the room. The machine went still. Jasper helped Sam to his feet. Was a smile, he said. I believe that we've done it. Good work, students. Antonio set down the papers. Lucy grabbed a rag and cleaned her hands. Sam wiped the soot from his nose. Tomorrow, Sam said, we will remove Orson Erie from Erie Elementary once and for all. Oh, see so he I told you he's not bad. Yeah. Chapter 11: Close Call. The next day, Sam, Lucy, and Antonio arrived to school early. Mr. Erie was waiting with the machine. It was hidden beneath a tattered orange and green quilt. Working together, they lifted the machine up st- up the steps and into the school. The wheels squeaked as they pushed it down the hall. "Phew," said Lucy. "'I'm glad we got this thing inside before anyone else arrived.' "'Yeah,' Antonio agreed. "'Imagine trying to explain what's underneath this quilt.' "'But just as Antonio said that, he stepped in on a corner of the quilt and whoosh! "'The quilt was yanked off the machine. "'At that exact moment, Principal Winnick stepped from outside of his office. "'Oh no,' Sam thought. "'Of course the principal's here early. "'Our time couldn't be any worse.' The principal it took Principal Winnick about two seconds to notice the machine, and about another two seconds for the face to his face to scrunch up. What exactly is going on here? mister Eerie appeared speechless. Sam had no clue what to say either. But then they're assisting me, a voice said. Sam spun around. Relief flooded him. It was mister Nicoby. mister Winnick, this is a heavy duty cleaning machine, mister Nicoby explained. I asked the hall monitors to help me bring it to school. Early, and mister Eerie is helping. I'll be using it to scrub the paint stained floors in the art room. Principal Winnick's face lit up. Just in time for the parent teacher visits. Carry on. mister Nicoby helped Jasper Erie. Jasper Erie, Antonio, Lucy, and Sam pushed the machine towards the art room. I'd better figure out a way to clean this these floors tomorrow, said mister Nicoby, whispering to Sam, with a chuckle. Sam laughed, but only for a moment, mister Nakobi. Sam exclaimed, I have to tell you everything that we've learned. Mr. Erie is related to Orson Erie. And this machine, Mr. Nakobi interrupted. No need, he said. I'll always be here to recover you. Oh, that's cute. No need. I'll always be here to cover you and to tell you what I know. But my days of fighting the school are over. Smile. Sam nodded. I understand mister Nicoby turned away, leaving them to their mission. Soon they had pushed the machine into the art room. They had they hid behind paint can, they hid it behind paint cans and boxes of erasers. Okay, Sam said. Let's meet here right after the final bell. Jasper ran shaky ran a shaky hand through his hair, Antonio slapped him on the shoulder. Don't worry, mister Erie, we're used to these sort of adventures. Sam looked at the machine one last time before Jasper covered up with the quilt. I hope this works. He turned to his friends and saw confident grins on their faces. For the first time, he felt hopeful about really being about really beating Erie Elementary. Sam didn't want to disappoint them. That's why he didn't mention the feeling in the pit of his stomach, and that's why he also didn't mention the feeling that everything was going to go horribly wrong. Chapter 12: Powering Up. When the final bell rang, Sam and his friends sprinted to the art room. "'Ready?' Jasper Erie asked, greeting them. "'He was wheeling the huge machine out from a hiding place. "'You bet,' said Antonio. "'He and Lucy helped Sam clear the chairs and the table and creating a space. "'The machine looked enormous at Jasper "'and pushed into the center of the room. "'He plugged in the power cord. "'Run the hoses to the walls,' Jasper said, "'reading from Orson's old notes. "'We need these machines to be connected to the school as possible.' Antonio attached the hoses to the air ducts. Sam and Lucy shoved the tubes against a crack on the cylinder blocks, block wall. Then they all started. They all stared at the machine. Sam thought he saw something odd. He stepped closer, but he couldn't quite tell. It looked like, ever so slowly, a single screw was turning. Oh no! Orson knew what we were doing. He can't. We can't wait any longer. Sam said. He stepped up on the chair and grabbed a hold of the machine's red lever and pulled. Broom slammed. Sam jumped down off as the machine rumbled to life. Um, so what are we what's supposed to happen now? Antonio asked. The machine chugged and pumped and the hose shook and snapped the floor. Just give it time, Lucy replied. All of a sudden, Lucy's hair stood on end and Sam's felt his own do the same. The machine is creating static electricity, Lucy said like when you rub your feet on a carpet and touch a doorknob. The air in the room felt electric, a strange wind begun to blow. Papers whirled around the curtains, waved around, and the curtains waved around and flickered the lights. Suddenly, the color of the walls seemed to lighten, from the top to the bottom, just like the darkness of Orson Erie was being drained from the school. It's working, Jasper shouted over the rambling, mach- rumbling machine, but Sam wasn't so sure. The bad feeling in his stomach was growing stronger. Then, smash! The ceiling light burst. Sam, Lucy, and Antonio reeled back at the floor. And that's funny, Peyton. And it buckled. The room turned pitch black. Jasper tripped. Everything was quiet. No one dared speak. No one dared even breathe. Then it happened. For the first time, Sam and his friends heard the voice of Orson Erie. Orson Erie spoke to them. And what he said chilled them to their bone. Chapter 13. He speaks at last. Orson Erie's voice echoed from the gray cylinder block walls. Fools, you cannot remove me from the school. I am the school. The school is me. Jasper staggered backwards at the yelling as the le- yelling grew louder. Orson's deep voice boomed like thunder. Jasper, you are family. Sam didn't want to waste the opportunity. This is my chance to talk some sense into Orson. he thought, Orson, listen, Sam shouted, It's me, Sam Graves. Sam Graves, you have defeated me time and time again. Why would I listen to you? Because I'm the hall monitor, Sam yelled. He whispered. He whipped his sash out of his backpack and threw it on. Now tell me, Sam continued. Why do you want to put everything, everyone in danger so I can live forever? But you're using the school to live for... You're using the school for evil, Sam exclaimed. I've seen your old science book and I know you love to learn. I know you built this school for students. I... Think about the students now. Orson's voice changed. It sounded more thoughtful. I, I must. All of this, all that I've ever accomplished, it's my life's work. Sam felt a change in Orson. The rage and anger faded. He felt something good inside Orson. But then suddenly Orson roared, no, you are my enemy. The hall monitor has always been my enemy. With that, The machine leapt onto the air like an invisible hand plucked from the ground. The machine ripped itself apart, sparks flying across the floor. Get down, Lucy shouted. She and Antonio dove beneath the workbench, but Jasper didn't move. He's frozen with fear, Sam realized. Sam grabbed a hold of Jasper, dragging him to safety. And just in time, smash. The machine crashed backwards and bits of broken metal skittered across the floor. Sam gulped. We made contact with Orson. We were so close, but just like that, the machine has been destroyed. Jasper's face was paper white. He raced for the door. It's hopeless, he cried. Crack, crack, crack. The floor split apart at Jasper's feet. The tiles formed a wave, lifting him. Jasper reached for the floor, but it was, he was hurled to a supply shelf. The top shelf toppled over, showering him with crayons, brushes, and glue. The friends rushed towards Jasper, but the tiles beneath their feet began swirling. But the floor turned into a giant whirlpool, whirlpool whipping them around the room. Finally, they were hurled into the corner, far away from Jasper. "I'm sorry, I failed," Sam told his friends. "I couldn't convince Orson Erie to stop. He'll never stop. Orson Erie is evil." Smashed machinery was strewn across the floor. The machine had been ripped. It wrecked and shattered, but the battle wasn't over. The floor tiles rose up, joining with the broken machine, transforming. Sam gasped. The floor and the debris were taking shape of a person. The person. Him. Orson Eerie. Look at that, Peyton. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Chapter 14, Enormous Orson. Orson Eerie became taller and larger until he filled the room. Sam could not believe his eyes. Orson turned and scooped up his great-great-grandson Jasper. The substitute teacher dangled from Orson's giant monster hand. Help, Jasper yelled. Orson's massive machine-neck crane to look at Jasper. That's when Sam spotted it. The red lever that turned the machine off. If I could reach that lever, Sam thought, maybe I could stop this monster. Lucy, Antonio, Sam said as he scrambled to his feet. Orson is going to drop Jasper. Can you guys find a way to break his fall? Lucy took a step forward. We'll figure out something. Sam, what are you going to do? Antonio asked, but Sam didn't respond. He was already racing across the room. He gripped the leg of the monster. Oh, the monstrous Orson Eerie and pulled himself upwards. Just like climbing a tree, Sam told himself. Orson shook Jasper in his right hand, in his giant hand. Sam climbed higher and higher. His arms were sore and sweat dripped down from his face. Soon, he grasped the metal tube and was now now Orson's torso. He kept climbing. Down below, Antonio and Lucy grabbed a huge box labeled Rubber Erasers. They turned the box over, dumping out thousands of pink erasers. then they both ran out ran around spreading them all over the floor pulling himself up Sam came to Orson's shoulder the lever jutted out from the back of Orson's neck Orson's massive face craned to the side his eyes focused on Sam's shiny orange hall san- monitor sash hall monitor sash sam ignored orson's terrifying gaze and reached for the lever sam's fingers grazed the cool metal he was so close all he had to do was pull it but orson plucked sam from his shoulder he held sam in one hand and jasper Erie in the other then from 20 feet high he dropped them chapter 15 slipping up Sam and Jasper bounced off of the eraser-covered floor. The soft rubber broke their fall, just like a gymnastic bat mat. oh my god, bat? No, a gymnastic mat. Lucy and Antonio ran over towards them. "Thank you," Jasper exclaimed. "Nice save," Sam said, sitting up. But not. But we're not in the clear yet. The gigantic Orson Erie was stopping towards them. "'Stomping towards them. "'He was a gigant, He was so gigantic that every movement seemed to happen in slow motion. "'We have to take him down,' Sam yelled. "'That's it,' Lucy exclaimed. "'Down! All the way down.' "'Glancing around, Lucy spotted a huge can of oil paint. "'Guys, oil is slippery,' she continued. "'Help me open these paint cans.' "'Antonio yanked the lid off the can. "'But, but, but Orson can't, can see what you're doing,' cried Jasper.' You guys, han you you guys handle the paint, said Sam. I'll keep Orson busy. Sam stepped forward. He held the hall monitor sash up high. Orson's strange metal eye focused on the shiny sash. "Come on, you crazy old mad scientist," he shouted. Arg! Orson howled and stomped closer. Out of the corner of Sam's eye, he saw Antonio and Lucy opening opening paint cans. Csplash! They splashed the paint across the floor. Green and orange and blue paint splattered the ground. Orson's hand reached for Sam. Sam stepped backwards, leading Orson forward. And just as Orson took his next step, Ah! Orson howled as his feet went out from under him. Maximus, stop it! Ah, our dog's driving us crazy, you guys. Jasper grabbed Sam, yanking him away, just as kaboom. Orson, eerie, strange, jumbled body smashed to the floor. It was the loudest Sam, loudest sound Sam had ever heard. It felt like an earthquake quake as a giant Orson cracked apart, exploding. Chapter 16, Closer Than Ever. The art room door flew open. The principal, Winnick, busted inside, followed by Mr. Nakobi. What was that noise? Principal Winnick asked, his eyed. He eyed the paint dripping from the walls, and the machine parts scattered across the floor. What happened here? Sam didn't know what to say. Thankfully, Mr. Nicoby did. The floor cleaning machine was very old. We will get this mess cleaned up. Don't you worry. Fine, Principal Winnick said, and Sam flashed a relief smile at Lucy and Antonio. What would we do without Mr. Nicoby? Sam thought. The principal Winnick turned to Jasper Erie. Jasper's face was colorless. You don't even you don't look well, said Principal Winnick. I can't have you missing school, too. Let's go see the school's nurse. Principal Winnick hurried into the hall. At the doorway, Jasper stopped. He turned to Sam, Lucy, and Antonio. I'm afraid I'm going to disappoint your principal and you, said Jasper. I won't be back tomorrow. I won't be back here ever again. What? I don't know. But you have to help us, Sam exclaimed. I will try, Jasper whispered. I will keep studying my great-great-grandfather's papers and you are welcome to explore my house anytime. Who knows what secrets it holds, but I can't return here. You three are far braver than I am. Antonio grinned. Aw, shucks. Us, he said with a laugh. Lucy laughed too. You're the one who has to sleep in that creepy house, Mr. Erie. You're plenty brave. He nodded gently and gave Sam one final look. Then he was gone. Now let's get the room cleaned up, said Mr. N'Kobe, handing out mops. Tomorrow is another day. But we were so close, said Sam. Antonio slapped slapped Sam on the back, and that's a good thing. I think when they say slapped, I think he meant patted. I don't think they should use the word slapped. Yeah, I think they meant patted. We may not have defeated Orson Erie this time, Lucy said, but now we've talked to him. We know what he's thinking, and we know what he's created. And you know what that means? Sam smiled at his, friend, his friends. It means we're closer to destroying him. And you're right. We can do it. We will do it. Together. Ah, what a sweet ending. Sweet <laughs> ending.